We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now back to Damon and Ratto on 95.7 The Game. All right, hour number three, halfway through here on a Thursday. John Dickinson and Alan Stiles in for Damon and Ratto. 888-957-9570. If you don't have plans for New Year's Eve, uh, you can join our very own Bay Area radio legend. It's Chewy Gomez from 1021 Jams and the great DJ Mind Motion. This Saturday, they host the biggest New Year's Eve party in the South Bay at the San Jose Marriott. So don't miss out for tickets and more information you can go to taylorrocks.com. That's Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, rocks, R-O-C-K-S, dot com. Or you can call 408-690-5999. That's taylorrocks.com. Or call 408-690-5999 for a good time on New Year's Eve. If you're still looking for what you're going to do. Any, any big New Year's Eve plans? I know you are, this is your last show of, yeah. of the year, so I, I feel like I can ask you about that before we get back into some some 49ers. Yeah, I was going to do Tahoe, but you okay. know, a lot of rain, a lot of snow. We didn't want to get stuck up there, so just heading to Napa. A little okay. wine country right. action. Yeah. Nice, I've done that. I've done that maybe five years back or so. That's where I'm at now, JD. I've done That's the, I've hey. done the iHeart party at Fort Mason. I've done yes. all that. I've It was a great time. It was a great time, but I am now this is where i'm at in life you know enjoying a nice meal with some friends that's and great. that's about it yeah no that's that that's fantastic i mean i i think there's been so many different i mean there's been times where it's been san francisco for me times in uh in walnut creek there was a time where it's just hey we're gonna just gonna stay home right uh just gonna stay home because of covid yeah a couple years exactly. ago exactly. Watch, watch all all three of the you know the big whatever the big new year's eve shows are mm-hmm. uh and then this one uh, seattle was a, a couple of years back ended up had some friends in seattle went up to seattle okay uh that was what i guess four years ago now 2018 because it was before it was before covid and then yeah this will be a different one Never done like New York or anything, right? Obviously, a lot of them in Sacramento. Growing up there, my the mom's years. in New York right now okay. for it, so she's gonna enjoy herself. So shout nice. out, mom! You know, is that a special trip? Like she wanted to go for New Year? Yeah, she's got friends out there. We're from, uh, you know, she was is, well, she's from Panama, but then after that, she was sure. in the East Coast. So a lot of family out there. So she's enjoying herself. You know, the weather actually is is I'm sure it feels different, but it's only it's like 48 degrees in New York right now. There you go. 
Very that's similar to here. So it's not like blizzard conditions or no, anything, which is no, good. Exactly. That's so. that's what you want. And, mm-hmm. and so is she doing the time like is she doing Times Square? I don't know if she's gonna be straight up in there. She was in there yesterday before, okay. you know, while it's not crazy. I, I would say kudos to her if she does, because that even makes me look a little feel a little uncomfortable. Well, the, the, when I the, see those groups, man. Yeah, some of the stories you hear is like, yeah, don't I've, I've heard, heard people yes. say don't do it. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking like about. Like you're just you're just standing you're there and good luck. Like good you, luck. like if you need to use the restroom. I don't think she is. I don't but you never know with her. She might be. Yeah. All right. Well that that you know, that's that's kinda cool in Vegas. Uh, who knows what to expect. I just hope as we were talking about before the break. Yeah. It actually you know, the, there's no unforeseen right travel circumstances. You'll be all right. I got faith. As well. So yeah, confident in that. Uh eight at eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Xfinity Mobile text line is open. Steve Kerr is going to join us an hour from now. His weekly show with Damon and Ratto. We're subbing in here today, so he'll he'll join us at five o'clock. So looking forward to that. As far as the 49ers go, and we appreciate Randy Cross for joining us at three thirty. Tremendous conversation from Randy. He's uh he still got his fastball. Mm-hmm. He he's he was in tune and, and unafraid to uh, share his opinions on on everything that was going on. I, I thought it was interesting. He said. Take a chill pill and enjoy what you see, because there is a lot of angst. Well, from, let's talk about next season from the Forty Niners, yeah. you know, fan base. I think in part because of the standard that was set by his group that that won the the three Super Bowls in his time there. They won another Super Bowl the first time Randy was gone, and then won another one what five years after that with with Steve Young and company. And then there hasn't been one at all since nineteen ninety four. So it's it's been a long time, and I think that's. What leads up to the angst, whether it's somebody that's old enough to remember some or all of those championships, mm-hmm. or it's the children or grandchildren right. of those that have been handed down as being a big time 49er fan through, yeah, the, through the generations, that standard is, is still there. And they've tasted it, or they've gotten so close right. to tasting it right. so many Three times. Three NFC championship games in a Super Bowl going back a decade ago, and a couple of NFC championship games and in, in a Super Bowl in, in these last three years. And and then I, it's funny how the Shanahan era, in some ways, has kind of mirrored the Harbaugh era mm-hmm. in a weird way. Like, I know it took Shanahan a couple of years to build up to a point where they were in championship games and Super Bowls. But but that, that three-year run of you know, championship game, Super Bowl, championship game, and then nada, and then the, they get it built back up, and it's Super Bowl, championship, you know, Super Bowl bad year, championship game. And now who knows? I mean, the, the Niners for not winning a Super Bowl have had a heck of a lot of success in the playoffs. That's what I for that, not yeah. winning a Super Bowl and, and here I, in the last what 10, 10, 12 years. That's where I think it's extremely frustrating, but frustrating in a different way for you know for Niners fans because you feel it, you 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 can taste it. It's so close. Yesterday we were talking about. Would you rather lose in the first round with Brock Purdy or lose in the Super Bowl? You said, well, I'd rather lose in the Super Bowl. And somebody on the Xfinity Mobile text line said, do you think the Bills... Do you think the Bills care about losing those four Super Bowls, or would you rather would the Bills rather have not gotten to those? Hmm. That's an interesting question, though, J.D., because losing four... Losing four is, is a little rough. And I get it. At least you get to go and, and enjoy hey. yourself, but... You lose four, though. I get it. You probably, as a fan, get a little jaded to the process at that point. Like, maybe some of the playoff games. And now it's hanging over you. Think about Josh Allen. If they go to the Super Bowl, how how much they're going to have to hear about don't. Lose the the crazy part about that, and again, even even as a kid at that at that point in time, and and remembering those four Mm -hmm. is, and it's funny because the first one 
was the closest they ever were. And yeah. that's the part that I think has got to be gut-wrenching about it, right? The first one was the one where Scott Norwood misses. He's got, a four, I think, a 47-yard field goal to win it. He just misses. I think they lost that game by a point. They yeah. would have won by two. And and he misses. And then and obviously they had a great team, but then they, they get back. They get blown out by the Cowboys. They play the Cowboys again in the middle of their dynasty. They end up losing. I think I think Buffalo had to lead at halftime of that game. They mm-hmm. get blown out of that game. They you know, Washington, they got blown out in between the 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 close loss and the games against the Cowboys. And it's like you never know, but it turns out of all the four, the closest they ever were was that last one. play of the game in the first run uh, one. But so I, I get the angst. But to me, it's as far as the question that you asked, I want it. Give me three. If if I'm a Niner fan, give me three freaking Sundays in January or Saturday Sundays where I'm going to be happy. Yeah. Like, especially with a, a, a young quarterback. I mean, I think that's where Randy Cross had it nailed in in the, the sense of just relax and enjoy it, man, because Purdy's doing something that that we haven't seen before. Frankly, mm-hmm. I mean, what what's the comp? Brady? I mean, kind. I mean, even that. I kind mean, of. Kind of, but at, at the same time, I mean, it just like you just don't see. Th- he, Brady wasn't a third string quarterback. No, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, he was I, a very late draft pick, but he wasn't a third string quarterback. And he and this was Brady's second year in the league, and not rookie. his rookie year. Yeah, I I understand why you want to look ahead, and we we see on the Xfinity Mobile text line, we'll take the calls. I'll put it to you like this, JD. We can't even really have that conversation until we know how this season ends. That's how I feel. I feel like I can't say, okay, well, it should be Brock Purdy. I, 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 I can't say that Brock Purdy should be the number one quarterback going into training camp next season. I can't say that yet. Okay. I can't say that yet. And maybe I'm on an island with that because Brock Purdy has already seen more success than Trey. To me, it's just what what's the difference between that and just saying, hey, it's a competition, right? And if Brock Purdy looks better, assuming he does, it would end up being Brock Purdy QB1 to start the season. So it's just that simple to me. I don't think, and I think the Niners have already kind of stepped in it or already stepped in it last year or earlier this year at the beginning of the season when they said, hey, it's Trey's team, yada, yada, yada. At that time, they probably felt they had no choice because of the whole Jimmy Garoppolo thing. So now what happens, J.D.? And I, we just said we're not going to talk about it. But uh, on that well, side... we're going to talk about we're it. We're going to talk about it. Like I said, <laughs> we have all summer to talk about it. But at the same time, do you take away... Okay, this is Trey's team. Do you take that away? Do you say, uh, you know, it's an open competition? I just think that because of what they said... Brock Purdy is going to have to do more than what he's done so far for them to say anything more than it's a competition. I think the I think them saying it's a competition is them saying it's probably going to be Brock Purdy. But they're not going to I, besides them winning the whole thing, I don't see them saying Brock Purdy is QB one. I think if he wins a couple of playoff games, he's okay. QB1. So that's where you're. I, at. I think it's. I think right now, and and look, there's no reason to say anything now. And I agree with Kyle Shanahan when he was asked about it on Monday, and he said, "Hey, I, I'm. I don't know if I'm gonna be alive." To, he loves uh, saying that, by the way. Well, that's his, act, that's I don't think go-to. he actually said that Monday, but he. I don't think, but but. That yes, that yeah. has been his he always, yeah. He always says, "Well, we don't know," which I agree with because well, based on what happened these last couple years, he's. You know what? Whether he has a feel for it or he doesn't, like, like I would know as a head coach if you know what. Hey, Purdy, 
Probably going to be the guy next year, but you're never going to say, you say that. Why would you are never going to say that because you don't know what's going to happen. And not I mean, right now. Especially when you're the guy at the top of the franchise as, as Shanahan is, even above John Lynch. Right. You know, as, you know, he's one of the few head coaches that is the number one guy uh, as far as, you know, you know, pecking order, essentially, in, in the 49er franchise. But I, I just... Like, to me, it's Brock Purdy to lose at this point. So I, I look at it as, yeah, Purdy right now is the starter going into 2023. And I don't and, see and it. And we'll like see that, happens. Yeah. yeah, no, we di- we disagree on yeah, that. Like, I yeah. think it's, and I think it's cemented. Like, to me, it's in, I don't know, pencil at this point. Sure, not Sharpie. You know, it's not in, it's in pencil. Lombardi I, I gets you the Sharpie. He wins a couple of, yeah, he wins. I, I actually, I don't even think it's got to be Lombardi. I think it's, it's maybe two wins. Like, I think he, I think he wins one playoff game. And it's like, you know, your your uh erasable G2. pen? No, it's like your G two. Okay. Like you can scribble it out. Yeah. It's yeah. like yeah, you know, your yeah, your gel ink. Okay. Uh but you know, you could scribble it out or you can mm-hmm. you know, you can, you know, smudge it out maybe. Uh or whiteboard marker. You think maybe. only Sharpies but Sharp, when the Sharpie Sharp, Sharpies, I think if you win two playoff games. You I think if you How? get to the NFC championship game, he's yeah. the guy because he's played far better than and, and again, it's no fault to Trey. No. Because he was not the starter last year, and he got hurt this year. It's not, it, like I want to make that very clear because I think people say, "Well, Brock Purdy's done it." Mm-hmm. Like Brock Purdy has has played exceptional football in regular season games. If you're telling me he continues to do that and and plays that way in two playoff games, he it would be a competition between him and Trey Lance, who looked okay for the first half of the first game before the monsoon came, and then got hurt and and was. Eh, in his first start last year, and and better in his second start last year than he was in his first uh, against Houston. Coming going back to to after the new year, but it, like to me, it's like you're not holding this thing for Trey Lance if, no, if Purdy keeps playing well. Like what? Like, to me, it's like like that's a no brainer. But I think like, for you're not me, thinking like oh Trey's going to be better. Like I'm not. Like I'm well, not. how could he be? Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but I mean, I, it goes back to what Michael Irvin said, right? Yeah. What I mean. Why didn't I look that way with Trey? And there's a lot of reasons why. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, J.D. I'm glad you brought that up. Because there are some reasons, right? And look, I I still think... There's some legitimate reasons. There are legitimate reasons. And I do think that in terms of, you know, which way you go, I do think some of this is just the PR aspect, J.D. I'm not even saying that in Shanahan's heart of hearts. I think heart of hearts versus what he's going to say out loud could be two different things. So what you, I, I'm not even necessarily disagreeing with you in that winning a couple playoff games could make it sharpied in to Shanahan's heart of hearts. But I'm saying I don't think he's going to want to deal with the media circus if it's anything less than a Super Bowl because he doesn't have to. No. You know what? What? So I, I don't even know if we're completely disagreeing on how Shanahan feels versus what he's going to say out loud. I mean, I just. Like, are there really people out there that would think right now open competition? I do. Like, I just, I do. I mean, like, like, do you think Trey could be better? I think that I think that he. I think that like, what there's have we no seen from Trey where we'd see like Trey's going to operate at a higher level than Purdy has to this point. But I think there's no reason to. Close it. Just like a lot. Okay, everybody said, what was the reason you had to give Trey the keys, right? And I get it. Trey hadn't done anything, so it's a different situation. Situation. But what is the reason to give Brock Purdy the keys? There's no There's no reason. Why don't just go into the competition? That's, but just wait. But just yeah. wait, though. Just go through. Go through. Well, training yeah, camp. you're going to wait. But you're going to wait. But, it, it, but that's the thing. Like, if Purdy blows up and mm-hmm. plays badly, 
in the playoffs, or let's say he plays badly the last two games mm-hmm. of the regular season, and then struggles in the playoffs, Niners go out, okay, then it's an open competition. Right. Like, that's fine. If you want to say that, that's fine. And it could be legitimately an open competition. I would... Strongly, that, that's what I'm saying. I would strongly favor Purdy in that. But my, what I'm saying is, if if Purdy plays well, if he if he shows you he can get it done in a playoff game, mm-hmm. it's his job. Yeah. Like, so maybe we're not even talking. Like, what would you be waiting around for? Like, traded to go all the way through the season? And oh, let's see. Look, if and he wins, a, to if play- he wins like, a playoff game, I, I would be. I am on. I am on record on this show with Damon saying I think Trey will play more than five games in in. 2023. I said that. He may have we, to. He, he, he may have to because of injury. Well, I, look, not because we, he's the better quarterback. We had to make we had to make some you know predictions. That was my prediction. Going back to why didn't this look with Trey? Okay. And by the way, if you if anybody who listened to the Michael Irvin interview, it, it's blowing up everywhere. A bunch of Niners blogs are taking it. So go ahead and check that out if you haven't already. Why didn't it look like this with Trey? Well, I think number one is that. We understand that Trey had the higher ceiling. Brock Purdy had he'd been playing at Ohio State for four years. He was the guy. So I do think, yes, Brock Purdy, he was the lower ceiling guy, more so ready to go right now. So I think that that's one of the reasons it looked different. Number two, the offensive line. We talked to Jake Brendel. That offensive line at the beginning of the season, people were legitimately worried, J.D. Remember that preseason game against the Texans and it was just musical chairs out there? Nobody knew what was going on. That offensive line then is not what it is now. And number three, the most obvious one that there is, is Christian McCaffrey. Trey never got to play with Christian McCaffrey. Now, do I? am I even saying that it would look... It would look like what it looks like with Brock Purdy? No, I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying this idea that it looks... It never looked like this with Trey. Let's not forget, Kittle was out as well. Sure. Kittle was out as well. So that's four things right there that are legitimate. Now, people say, when you talk about excuses, excuses, people, excuses has a derogatory term, but some excuses are also fact, right? Like, I'm not saying that Trey should have done this or that. I'm just saying it is a fact that these are things that Trey Lance didn't have that Brock Purdy had. I'm not saying that. It would have looked like this or that with Trey Lance. I'm just saying that before we say, why didn't it look like this with with Trey Lance? Let's also include all the things that Brock Purdy had that Trey didn't. That's all I'm saying. All fair. You know, that's all fair. And and, and I don't even necessarily, I mean, Michael Irvin didn't, I mean, we know the point that he was making, uh, obviously. It's, well, Purdy Purdy can do it and, and go in there. Why can't Trey? Why didn't it look that way? I think all of those reasons are are completely fair to bring up. At the same time, though, production is production, and and it's not even it's not even necessarily blaming Trey. Mm-hmm. Like he just might not be better. Like it's 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 flat out. Like and and then as far as getting to two thousand twenty three, we got a lot of people that want to talk in the phone lines eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. Like I wouldn't give up on Trey either. Like that's that's the other part. Like I'm not of the opinion that even if you think Purdy's the starter going into next right. year, and you name him the starter essentially based on what happens in the playoffs, even if the 49ers don't go to the Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl, I'm not going to be somebody that immediately says, well, now you got to trade Trey. Mm-hmm. Now you got to trade him. You like, you like, like the Jordan Love, uh, the Jordan Love yeah. kind of plan. Well, like, to me, and it's also, you're going to need more than one quarterback. Right. Has, I mean, has we the season not it. shown us that? Four out of the six years Shanahan has been the head coach of the 49ers, he's needed three quarterbacks to get through the season. Mm. 
Like if if Purdy, you know, Purdy was hurt his second game <laughs> to a point where you know he didn't know he's going to play against Seattle and, right. he, and he needed an injection and it's you know he's healed up to that point. But but the what the bottom line for me is. You don't give up on Trey, but but you you make Trey the backup. You continue to develop him behind the scenes. You maybe even use some some running packages because that's what his greatest skill set is. I know Shannon didn't want to do that with Garoppolo, but and he he kind of took the blame that he didn't like it, which I I think a little bit of that was him him maybe taken up for Jimmy that Jimmy didn't like it or wasn't comfortable with it and he said hey you know what it messes with my play calling to get guys in and out and and all of that right to me with two young quarterbacks you can very easily re-implement that especially if you're planning on doing it for the entire offseason so it's not like Trey would be completely out of the fold but party Purdy would be the guy and if Purdy falters or is injured you got Trey Lance maybe a more seasoned more ready to play Trey Lance at that point, fully healthy, because that's the other part. We don't know that Trey Lance is going to be fully healthy but throughout the offseason program and leading up to training camp and 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 ready for you know September 10th, I guess it would be, when, when the season starts. Although, I guess the Niners would be hoping it'd be the week before because they'd be on Thursday night because they're coming off a Super Bowl. But, yeah. but like you, it, 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 a statement toward Purdy being the guy is not a statement that Trey... Is is not Finito. is done. It has yeah. to be traded. Is washed. Is a bust. All but right. Let's get to the phones. Eight at eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Rob in San Francisco on ninety five seven. The game with JD and Allen. What's going on, Rob? How you doing, man? Good, man. What do you got? I, I was listening to y'all, man, and I, I I'm a trade Lance fan. You know, look, I do believe he's a little inexperienced, and Brock Purdy been doing his thing since he got on the field. He might as well just be the starter going in the next year. If Trey Lance come back full and healthy, he can be the backup. That's it. That's it. Thanks, thanks, Rob. We had a little bad bad connection there with you, Rob. But yeah, I mean that that's all I'm saying is yeah. get him, get him a little more seasoning and and in essence take the pressure off because I think we were headed down. Look, nobody's gonna know. People people scream at me when I say this, but I, I think it was headed down a bad road with Trey Lance in this regular season if he had remained the starter. I really do. They already had lost to Chicago. Monsoon! I know, Monsoon! He looked all right in the first half. He looked awful in the monsoon. Again, I, I couple that with training camp. Like I believe if Trey Lance had been the starting quarterback of the Niners, it would have gotten to a point in the first four or five games where Kyle Shanahan would have been forced to make a change to Jimmy Garoppolo. I really do. Mm. Well, you were boots on the ground. You were boots on the ground. It so. just didn't look like it. it it's it's kind of like the Irvin take a little bit. It just it wasn't. It's not. Why didn't it look like that? But it just didn't look as refined as I expected it to look for somebody that had been handed the job and had the entire off season to be ready to roll. Yeah, and I and I well, here's the thing. And this is more of a a praise of Brock Purdy than an indictment on Trey. Because when we say why didn't it look like that? It didn't look like that with Jimmy Garoppolo no, either. It didn't look it didn't look 100%. Jimmy Garoppolo looked better than Trey, Great but point. Brock Purdy looked better than Jimmy Garoppolo as well. So this isn't just a straight up Trey versus Brock Purdy thing. The only reason we're having this conversation is because we're not including Jimmy G's cuz we assume Jimmy G is on his way to New York. The Jets, maybe? Maybe the Giants. I just don't think he's going to be playing with the Niners next season. So that's why we're not including Jimmy G. But going back to Brock Purdy, yeah, I think that's it's more about Brock than an indictment on Trey. Unfortunately, 
it's hard to praise Brock without it being an indictment on Trey, whether that's fair or not. Yeah, I mean, look, if, if Trey's got to wait, then Trey's got to wait. And again, it doesn't mean that he's going to be a bad player. It doesn't mean his career's over. It doesn't mean that he won't at some point be. I mean, again, how many quarterbacks do you see, you know, all the time that, that burst onto the scene, they play well, league figures them out, they mm-hmm. can't make the adjustment. I mean, it, it look at two, you know, Garoppolo was, wow, Garoppolo's great, like 5-0 and oh at the end of the year, and then he got hurt, and he came back. Like, people forget, it was Jimmy freaking Jesus. Yeah. It was Gucci Garopp. Like, this this time, three years ago, it, like, Niner fans thought he was a top seven quarterback in the NFL three mm-hmm. years ago today. That's just a fact. Turns out he wasn't. Kaepernick is another one. Kaepernick was great coming in and running and throwing, and it was all schemed up, and he had a couple of really good what years. Was it Jaws that said he'd be the best quarterback ever? Yeah. <laughs> Jaws who Ka- said that? Teams figured Kaepernick out. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, we talked, I think, a little bit off the air about, I think the Harbaugh, you know, Harbaugh's disillusionment with the franchise kind of wrecked Kaepernick's career, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, obviously, everything that happened with the, the kneeling and all that, it kept him out, which is which is bleeping wrong obviously but you know Harbaugh kind of he 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 was Harbaugh's guy and when Harbaugh lost clout in the 49er organization that's when Kaepernick's decline started to to happen and and defenses figured him out and unfortunately it it never came back quick thought yeah I was just gonna say one other thing to remember I mean we just saw this guy last week or earlier this week, Nick Foles. Nick Foles, yeah. World Series or, yeah. or, or Super, Bowl Super, Bowl, Super Bowl champ, Nick Foles. What do you do with that? Full phone lines, John Dickinson, Allen Styles. We'll come back. We're going to get through these calls before Steve Kerr at 5, and we are sponsored by CalHope.org. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Now back to Damon and Ratto on 95.7 The Game. All right, welcome back. John Dickinson and Alan Stiles in for Damon and Ratto. 888-957-9570. We're with you until 6 o'clock. 
Steve Kerr, head coach of the Warriors, coming up at 5. But uh, let's get to some phone calls. We've been talking about the 49ers and Brock Purdy and Trey Lance. And and have we already seen enough from Brock Purdy to where you'd say he's got to be the guy going into 2023? I've got it in pencil. I got my G two out to uh, to to write over that, and but I always keep a, a sharpie. At least I try to in the bag, and mm-hmm. so you know, I'm not there yet. We get a playoff win, two for sure, and I'm I'm putting that bad boy in sharpie. Brock Purdy, 2023, but I'm not giving up on Trey Lance either as part of it. I think so often it's like yeah, I got one take, then it, that automatically means you have to have another take attached to it. That's It, it doesn't mean Trey Lance is garbage. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean Trey Lance is a bust. It doesn't mean Trey Lance can't have a nice career, but I think we've already seen things from Brock Purdy that, that we haven't seen any semblance of from Trey Lance uh, to, to this point of his career. Fair or unfair, I think it's it's just reality. Let, let's get to Tom uh, in San Francisco. And, of course, Alan disagrees uh, with that. Uh, Tom, you're on 95.7 The Game. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. You got it. Hey, I just want to say a couple of things. First off, let's be thankful we've got Brock Purdy, number one. Number two... I, as far as I'm concerned, Brock Purdy passes the eye test. He has the it factor. The kids won us a lot of games, even though, yes, the argument can be made. We've got a great defense. You've got Christian McCaffrey, et cetera, et cetera. It still takes skills to take the hits he takes to make the passes that he makes. So let us give him the credit for that. And number three, he's definitely the starter for next year. Trey Lance is coming off injury. As far as I'm concerned, I haven't seen anything from Trey Lance that tells me he is the guy. From what I've seen, it's been pretty much meh. Does it mean that he can't be a good quarterback? Not necessarily, but as far as I'm concerned, Purdy passes the eye test. Thank you. All right, there you go. Purdy passes the eye test. That's a a good way of putting it, Mm -hmm. I think. The production's there, the numbers are there, but it's also, wow. And I think you made the point, which is spot on, it looks better than Jimmy. It does. It does. Look, I was the first one during the post game riding dirty with Purdy. So don't get me wrong. I think we're on the same. We're on <laughs> first the same, one. First one. You know, there was a texter that asked how many times that was going to come up. And I, I did it for. I did it for Ding. you. I think you were six five zero. So shout out six five zero on the Xfinity Mobile text line. And I feel similar to you, JD. My take on riding dirty with Purdy. My take on the fact that I, I do think, even though it's a QB, de- uh, not a QB dependent offense, Purdy is doing his thing. That still has nothing to do with the fact that, uh, you know, he has some things that Trey Lance didn't have at that time, right? I think that those two things can stay separate, even though a lot of people don't want to separate them. So that's where I'm at. 888-957-9570. Jonathan in San Francisco next here on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Jonathan, happy Thursday to you. What's on your mind? Hey, thanks, man. Uh, thanks for taking my Call. Uh, I just want to say, man, you know, it's, uh, a few reasons why uh, it's getting to look uh, like this under Trey Lance. Uh, number one, he's inaccurate. Number two, bad footwork. Number three, he's not a quick decision maker. He's got bad vision. Number four, for a mobile quarterback, he can't get away from the front seven. So what kind of a mobile quarterback is that if he can't even get away from the linebackers? So, yeah, in, in my book, hey, I've been watching the NFL for 35 years, man. I've never seen a guy like Cody, bro. Like, coming in like this, get ready. Brock Purdy should be the poster child of uh, when opportunity opportunity comes and you're ready, like Purdy. He should be the poster child for that. I mean, this guy's been grinding all his life from what I've heard. 
he studies well. He, pro- he probably has uh, the same vision as a dream one dream, you know, like how he's totally aware of where everybody's at. I mean, this guy's a dog with cat-like reflexes. How do you, how does he get away from, like, you know, I'm seeing like at least three, five times. I'm black guy, and he sidesteps like it's a nonchalant, and he gets rid of the ball. I mean, if this guy could be healthy for, you know, if you, you just keep him healthy for the run, we're, we're going to win a big one. Thanks for the call, Jonathan. John is Jonathan putting Purdy in the Hall of Fame with uh, that? You know, how do you compare him to Draymond? And like, is he, this is and again, when you when you go this far, JD, now you got to bring up Nick Mullins. Now you got to bring up Nick Mullins. Jonathan might have been a guy who thought Nick Mullins could have been a guy. Like I, I just. You know, because he had a hot start as well. I know Purdy has played better for a longer Nick, period of Nick time. Nick Mullins' hot start was like, what, the Raider game in a in a year that didn't matter, and then it kind right. of flamed out, and then he played, what, 2020? Had but that's why I'm saying... He had saying, one good game, and then it was like, everybody talked about for a week about how the Niners were going to trade him for a first-round pick during, during COVID, and then he absolutely was... It had, I think, the worst quarterback game I've ever seen in that <laughs> Sunday night game against Philadelphia in empty Levi's. Yeah, but but that's why it's it's tough to have this conversation now because Brock Purdy hasn't had a bad game. You know, he he hasn't lost in the playoffs yet. He hasn't given somebody that bad taste in their mouth. He hasn't overthrown someone in the Super Bowl a la Jimmy G. So right now, I, there's not going to be a caller and I can we can see the calls now. There's not going to be one caller that says to not go with Brock Purdy. I would be surprised, but we haven't come across yet because we haven't seen Brock Purdy play poorly yet. So that's why I can't wait to have this conversation after the season. Yeah, no no question. We have not seen him. Because really. maybe he doesn't. Maybe he never does. And then I'll say, all right, I'm in Sharpie. I'm, I'm, I'm riding in Sharpie with JD as well, but I'm not doing that yet. And everybody else is just saying, you know, everybody else is just saying, it's just going off of what they've seen, which has been very good. But at some point, he's going to have a bad game. We just don't know when. Right. And it... it- would be tough if that bad game is the playoff game. We do, we, especially we don't if it's the when. first one. But right now, it's all unicorns and 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 rainbows. Gene in Oakland next year on ninety five seven. The game. Gene, how are you, my friend? Good to good to speak with you. Yeah, same here, guys. Uh, I'm doing fine. Yeah, so I, I'm enjoying this, this discussion because I've been thinking about this too. You know, Trey versus Brock. Uh, I I lean Brock my, as well as apparently everyone else. Um. In fact, uh, I, I never, I never understood why they turned the team over to, to Trey, a team that's you know ready to win a, a Super Bowl. Uh, I mean, he was he's been raw. He was raw from the beginning. Very little experience, um, you know. And he's interestingly enough, you know, as has been touched on already. Trey has all the qualities that Brock lacks, and Brock has all the qualities it seems that Trey lacks, or at least so far. You know, Trey's athletic, he's big, got a strong arm, but his decision-making is really questionable at this point. That's what got his, his ankle broken, you know, on that read option play, making the wrong decision. You know, he's been a- inaccurate. Trey, on the other hand, excuse me, Brock, on the other hand, has been accurate. His decision-making has been practically flawless. Uh, he's tough, he's relentless, but he is smaller. Shani has a kind of a weak arm. But you know what? If you look through the league, I mean, how many guys are really elite and have all the qualities? You might, maybe Mahomes and, and Allen. Beyond that, uh, all of them have weaknesses. So 
Um, Brock, I, I, I feel good about him. I think he's going to be fine unless for some reason he loses confidence. And the only way I see that happening is if, if he's getting hit over and over, I'll Jim Plunkett back in the, in the 70s, you know, in which case, you know, maybe he loses his confidence. But I, I'm, I just don't see that happening. I like this kid. I, I feel confident moving forward with him and having Trey as a backup if he's willing to do that. Thanks for the call, Gene. Good stuff. I mean, I'm not going to blame Trey Lance, his injury on his decision making. <laughs> he was running the football no. up the middle. So, I mean, I'm not doing that. That's what I'm not going to do. No, the one the one thing that the, the prior caller had brought up, I, I think there were some... The fact that he couldn't get away, and, and, and this is in line with what you were talking about as far as they have that kind of play calling and running so much of the mm-hmm. QB power and the inside stuff, which, which yeah, frankly, I mean, it did get him hurt. The the To me, it was more about, is that the best play? Like, is that his best play? Is that the only thing he yeah. can do? And it kind of made me think, based on, again, small sample size, the game in in Chicago, and they, they had some play-action passes dialed up off of that, and there were, you know, there were some plays that were there in the first half of the Chicago game, too. Hit a couple, didn't, you know, missed a couple. But to me, it's the, the fact that if you're going to have him be a, a true running quarterback, like, he's got to be able to to hit the edge. Well, like, he's got to be like it can't yeah. only be inside. Like it's got to be fake the run, get outside. I'm pretty sure Mike Silver did an article on that as far as Trey not being able to get to the outside. And if he can't, then you got I mean frankly if he can't get to the outside, then that's where I start to say, you know what? He, maybe you picked the wrong guy or well, you look at the other running quarterbacks, it. right? And, and and maybe they did. They they said themselves they didn't have that much film, they didn't have that much information. Me, it, it comes off as like I'm I'm caping for Trey right now. When I ultimately think I wanted Justin Fields. You're sure. asking you're you're asking Trey Lance. Well, he to, looks like the second best quarterback of the group after Yeah, Trevor. you're asking Trey Lance to run like Justin Fields, and Justin Fields flies, right? So if you wanted to do that, it, we don't know, JD, if the, all the running happened because because his arm isn't there or if this was always a plan. And we'll never know. But again, if he's going to run more because you're not confident in him throwing it mm-hmm. yet, I'm cool with that. But you got to be, you can't be three yards in a cloud of dust with your quarterback. No. Like, that's just, that's not, it has to be get to the outside. The other thing Justin Fields does, and look, Trey's a big guy and he's strong, but Justin Fields plays backyard football. Like, the Niners got beat by Justin Fields because right. he played backyard football. It wasn't because he was running zone read and, and, and yeah. running it. Was broken the, down plays. It was a couple of broken plays where he got away and stopped and looked around, and because he took so much time making a play, he was able to hit Pettis. Mm-hmm. He was able to hit a, 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 two touchdown passes in, in that game because of that, that that helped them win that game back on, on week one. So, yeah, Justin Fields is, is talented, and there is a little bit of a question, I think, lingering of, and I think it's not only the Niners necessarily, but why did... Why did so many teams, and I guess you can throw the Jags out, but the Jets and the Niners and, and really anybody else that was maybe looking around at, at the top-level quarterbacks, obviously the Patriots ended up getting Jones after Fields was gone, but why weren't teams more, I guess, better at... Why weren't teams better at evaluating Justin Fields? Because it seemed like he kind of got... I don't know. He, he kind of got... 
the short end of the stick as far as his as his talent level because and look he's raw still as a passer. The whole thing with the epilepsy came but he's out. He's extremely talented. Yeah, like, there is something there for Justin Fields. Oh, that, I agree. That can be built on. But I, I didn't know until I've watched him play in the NFL, mm-hmm. and I've I ended up kind of watching him a lot, a lot more than probably I've watched the Bears probably a lot more than anybody should this year, but I've, I'm intrigued by Fields, frankly, based on covering that first game in Chicago and seeing him in person on a day where he wasn't great, but he still made some plays. They fell for they fell for Zach Wilson because he had a nice... He, he throws a nice ball, and they fell for Trey Lance because they thought they might have had the next Mahomes. Mike in Fairfield. 888-957-9570. What's going on, Mike? Hey, what's going on? Um... I just want to say, like, if you're a true 49er fan, you just kind of live in the moment. This is a special year. Like, mm. what other team has a precedent for this? A third-string quarterback, going to the playoffs, then the division, and we have a Super Bowl chance. Like, I think, overall, we are the best team in the NFL, overall. Yeah, we have a third-string quarterback. He's probably not the best. But he's solid. He's solid enough. Like, if you're a true fan of the 49ers and football, like, you just got to be loving it right now. Just, like, on a high. Does anybody think that, like, okay, sweet, we got Brock Purdy coming in for the Miami game. Let's let's do this. Like, nobody was like, oh, heck yeah, we're going to do this. Everyone was like, okay, great. Season's over. Or, like, let's see what we got. And now it's like, oh, no. Like, Brock Purdy's legit. Like, nobody knows what's going to happen. So let's just be excited. This is fun. Yeah. I, it, like, Amen. Randy Cross checking in. Amen, Mike. Shout out Fairfield. That's basically what, what Niner legend Randy Cross said last hour. Mm-hmm. He said, just take a deep breath and, and enjoy it because it, it is kind of an, an unprecedented situation. Mm-hmm. Look. We've never seen anything like it, the way that it's happening, the way the chips are falling into place. I don't know that we'll see anything exactly like this again. So uh, ultimately, everybody is excited. And like we said, we're going to do this, this, this whole conversation. I mean, maybe not to people that are in the JD camp who, you know, kind of already feel that it's going to be Brock. But this conversation is going to take 18,000 different turns in the next couple weeks. It really is. Yeah, it it absolutely could. And and look, we don't know how it's going to end up. I right. mean, Purdy could struggle. Purdy could get hurt. I mean, you you might not get the full scope. He he may throw an interception in a playoff game. And and I think it'll be interesting to see because we haven't seen him really go through any adversity to this point to where he's had to bounce back. If it does get to the playoff game, and that is the first oh no throw let's mm-hmm. say that puts the 49ers in a bad spot let's say early in a game where there's still time to recover how's Kyle Shanahan adjust to that because we saw what Kyle Shanahan did with Garoppolo in his first playoff game Shut at the down. Niners against yeah. Minnesota you know they're kind of dominating that game everything's flowing it's it's still Gucci Garopp like it's all good and then he throws that pick and all of a sudden the Vikings are a play away really mm-hmm. a stop away from from being in that game and 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 it being like a danger zone where, right. where, oh, God, if he throws another one, you might be in trouble. And he shut it down. I think he ran it 11 times in a row or something like that. And the defense regained control of the game, and the Niners ended up winning comfortably against Minnesota. And then the next week they run it, or they throw it eight times, and Raheem Mostert dashes all over the Packers, and, and they're in the Super Bowl. So what I'm getting at is if 
there's a scenario where Purdy struggles, does, does Shanahan immediately shut it down on him, and that prevents us from really being able to fully evaluate how he handles the adversity. I don't think he's going to be... Well, I guess based on this defense, maybe they can afford to, but there's a good chance that they won't be able to afford to. You know, J.D., uh, I'm curious, you know, your thoughts, and obviously the Xfinity Mobile text line, the call lines lighting up right now. There's a word that gets used that I, I don't think it's black and white when you use this word, but I think that it does it does change things when you're talking about evaluating and obviously Brock Purdy sounds Brock Purdy sounds, you know, or he's been playing really well. That word is deserve. And I think that there's a lot of Niner fans that didn't like the the handing over of the keys because they felt that Trey didn't, again, I'm gonna use that word, deserve it. My feeling is when you go out, like d- deserving something can can be deeper than just simply, oh, you didn't beat somebody out in training camp, right? In my opinion, deserving something could be, hey, you did the right things, you said the right things leading up to the draft. We decided to take you with this pick after we have given up, you know, these other first round picks. And for these reasons, you know, you deserve it. You don't necessarily have to deserve something based on your play. He deserved it based on where you got taken in the draft and what they believed was going to happen with Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, it didn't end up that way. Now, this version of deserve with Brock Purdy, the fact that he was on the field and he, you know, he has done things that we can all say, well, I mean, he's going out and he's having success. Now, his deserve is just completely trumping the Trey deserve. And again, the the way that a lot of people are talking, and I wouldn't say the calls have been bad at all, but just the fact that they are saying, well, you know, Purdy does this and, and Trey never deserved it. I would, I would battle back on that because I do think that that operative word deserve doesn't always mean you have to beat somebody out in you have to beat beat somebody out in a, in training camp. I don't think that's the same. I don't think that's the same for every situation. No, I mean, look, if you're the third pick in the draft and and Jimmy Garoppolo, his time was coming to an end, whether it was based on contract or situation or, or whatever, like, like to me, that was enough. Like, I actually didn't have a problem with them turning it over to Trey. Mm-hmm. I just thought if you were going to turn it over to Trey, he better look a little bit better than he did. And I think camp. they might not have even known. In camp and in and in the first game of the season, although again, everybody, I'm I'm already hearing everybody screaming at me for monsoon. Oh, yeah. first game of the season, monsoon can't take it. In there. I haven't heard any monsoon talk since Brock Purdy, though. Nobody cares no. about the monsoon. Well, we'll see if Brock Purdy has to play in a monsoon. What it what, <laughs> what it looks like. Hopefully not. Although you never know the way the weather's been lately. I mean, Niners could have a home game in a monsoon. Yeah. Uh, George next here on ninety five seven. The game. What's up, George? You know, guys, I've been thinking about this as you're as you're talking about this, and I go back in the wayback machine and I see us pick up Alex Smith with the number two or three draft, and he's got all the tools. He's coming out of college, and he's going to light it up, and he takes a snap from center, and he's a deer in the headlights. And then I see, you know, Garoppolo come in. He's got nothing to lose. He comes in. He's comfortable. Everything's flowing. He's just win Jimmy. Then I see Trey Lance come across because Kyle Shanahan doesn't trust Jimmy. And I see Trey Lance pretty much looking like a deer in the headlights. And now I see the kid come in, Brock Purdy, and and Shanahan's got all the all the 
governors are taking off because he's got nothing to lose and Mr. Irrelevant leads the way. This kid's got confidence, he's got poise, he's got it. Does Trey Lance have it? I don't know. We haven't seen it. What do you think? I think it's well said. I think it's a reasonable take. I just think that Purdy looks like he has it. We don't right know. now. Right now, yeah, why does everything have to yeah. be so? People thought Bailey Zappi yeah. had it. We don't. For a couple we don't. Games. We don't know. We don't know if he ultimately has it. But mm. right now, he looks like it's he trending. Has it. It's trending in the direction yeah. that he does. For, for now, yes. it looks that way. I would agree. At with a that. higher level than it even looked for Jimmy mm-hmm. at any point. Well, even the highest Jimmy level, I think it was to that point. So, yeah, I, I, I tend to agree. 888-957-9570. Steve Kerr in about 10 minutes here on 95.7 The Game. Sean is next here on 95.7 The Game in San Diego. Thanks for giving us a call, Sean. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. Yeah, I just got two things. Uh, first of all, Justin Fields and the Bears, you know you got, they lost like nine games in a row because Justin Fields is more running back than quarterback. And uh, the second thing is, uh, Purdy, he kind of reminds me of uh, uh, the guy you just played this weekend, uh, Heineke and Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray, because over time, their smallest size is just not going to cut it in the NFL. If you look around the league, there's really no small quarterbacks that are really succeeding in the league. So I think over time, his smallest size is going to end up showing itself, and you know, that's why uh, the 49 took uh, Trey Lance because he's 6'4", 240. He can make all the throws, and he's mobile as well. So that's all I got. Yeah, we don't know that Trey Lance can make all the throws. That that we that's that's the that's, that's a piece of sure. it. But I, I, I um, do know that size and arm strength though is the question for Purdy. Well, he led that call with, with Justin Fields, and I mean that that's got to yeah. be one of the worst rosters in the NFL. So. Yeah, no, I I mean look, they're clear cut rebuilding. Yeah, they have lost a lot of games in a row. I mean, to me, it's it's just they've made a little bit of an adjustment, I think, to their offense to where it it is built a little bit more around his skill set than mm-hmm. I think it was at the beginning. Remember, this is not the regime that drafted him, right? So it's a little weird there. But no, I think I think Justin Fields has got some got some talent. Uh, now, whether you but, want, whether you, if you do, you want we a don't running know about quarter- him either. Well, if you don't want a running quarterback, right? And we don't know. You, you know, you might say, "Hey, Justin Fields, somebody's going to want you," but that's not the type of quarterback I want. So he might be on the market. Who knows? Now, let, let's sneak in uh, Ricardo real quick. Ricardo, I got about twenty seconds for you, my man. What do you got? Twenty seconds. Wow. We'll okay. make it thirty. I talk really fast. So I think you you guys brought up a great point about deserve, and in the NFL nobody deserves anything. You got to earn it. We got to mm. see what how this Brock Purdy experience fleshes out, and then see. And Portray he's going to have to relearn to be a quarterback now. I mean, look at how 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 much time he's missed. The poor guy feels so bad for him, but you know. I mean, that's, that's it in a nutshell. we got to see. It's going to be an open competition. It's got to be and see what happens. Thanks for the call. Open competition? Uh, we'll see. We'll, have we'll to re- see. We'll have to revisit that after uh, Steve Kerr joins us here on 95.7 The Game. Uh, great first three hours. The head coach of the Warriors is coming up next as we are presented by Fremont Bank. Full service banking, no compromises. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.